I wanted you to do it. And Eric, too. Okay, you guys should have seen the face. I'm Allison, and our only goal with this podcast is to help you feel more awesome each time you listen. Whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a ton more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the mocking me, mimicking his lips with every word that I say, <laughs> Mr. Eric Robertson. Robertson. Are you having so much fun doing that? Yeah. Good okay, time. good. I'm glad you're having a good time. Hello. Hello, beautiful, awesome empire. I'm so grateful you're here. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time at our little potty pod Pottercast, you're in the right place. <laughs> it's like 1130 at night. Buckle up. Come sit in mama's lap. She's going to tell you a little something that's going to make you feel a little more awesome than you did before. I would just like to say that in my mid-30s, I am uh, owning my sexuality. <laughs> Wait, that wasn't very clear. I know what you said, but I my don't know. sexuality. So just... <laughs> I wanted to leave it ambiguous for any children listening. This is episode 86. Let's get in the mix. Inspired action versus frantic action. Ooh, ah, what's she talking about, Willis? Yeah, what are you talking about? I don't know. I'm Spill always, it. I'm always talking about something. Here's what I'd like to say. Last week, we had our, I think it was our 16th Build an Awesome Brand workshop through Allison's Brand School. You guys, I am a new person. I am. Eric, tell them. What do you mean by new person? Like, how calm I was before and after oh, and during. Okay, yes. Well, it was your best one yet. Thank and you. Yeah, you've just gotten you've just uh you've let you've gotten in a flow instead of fighting anything. Thank you. It was flow versus frantic. Okay, I see uh, how this flow is relating now. Versus force. It was yeah, that's it. Flow instead of force. Ooh, ooh, like flow action instead of forced action. And that's what I mean by inspired action versus this frantic action or force action or coerce action or I'm going to figure it out and muscle down and do it action. So here's what I want for you. I want this for you. This has not been easy. If you've been around a while, you've been here for 86 podcast episodes, and I've been working on this for years. I've been working on this since before the podcast, but I truly feel like almost kind of like a different person in the way that I have been able to handle this type of thing. Going from doing the dance parties, which caused me to almost kill myself, and that's not a joke. Like, suicidal thoughts to frantic, forced, coerced, anxiety-filled action to doing these big events, which are four to six times longer than a dance party, four to six times more involved, heavier, more expensive, more life-changing for people, to go to being able to do the whole day and I ate. Now, I know that sounds crazy, but I would do a 12-hour day without eating any food. Yeah. Because I was with on so much adrenaline and so frantic, I couldn't even, like, swallow food. This was the first time I sat down and I didn't just, like, wolf down food to force myself to eat. My nerves were calm enough. I sat down and enjoyed a salad. It was a big deal. It was a huge deal. And so you don't understand what a marker of progress that is, but Guys, I do. Guys, she ate a salad. I ate a Calmly. salad. Calmly. Everybody. 
Here's what I want. I want you to think about something in your life right now that you think you have to figure out, that you think that you need to get all the tools and all the thinking caps and all the coercion and the freaking blowtorch. You have to muscle it, force it, will it, white knuckle it. And I want you to take a deep breath in, in out, and I want you to imagine it being solved without all of that forced frantic action do you want to know what i thought about tell me what you thought about getting our kids to bed at night oh my gosh stop our children it's like our biggest trial in life (laughs) i never ever want parenting advice and here's a nobody cares about your kids but our children have turned into monsters fiona hasn't turned into a monster she's just manifesting more of her monster she is perfect except at bedtime. We, like, can't get her. She goes, Mom, 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 just trying to, like, talking to us. Okay, so let's imagine, Eric. I did. I already imagined it. Okay, and how did it feel? It felt great. It felt peaceful. It felt effortless. It felt like nighttime was a pleasure. Okay, here's the thing, though, is you know that we can do that. I do believe that. I really believe it. And here's what I want is I want you to believe it in your life because this is what I want to bear a witness of. At the church revival right now, okay? As I have had kind of a doozy of a year, and I'm going to give you a little reflection on the half year. We're coming up to July, half year, right? Um, half a year left, that's half a year math. past. Yes. That's, yeah, I did it right. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. That's good math. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely doubt myself <laughs> because that's how confident I feel in my counting skills. I want to testify this to you guys. Everything that has truly been the biggest successes of my life has not been me coercing or figuring it out. It has been me aligning more rather than achieving more. It has been me letting go and trusting and having faith and taking inspired action. It's not that I'm not taking action. It's that it's inspired action, which feels so much more effortless. In Taoism, it's the Tao, which literally means the way, the flow, the way of life. None of my big successes have come from me like coercing or forcing. No, but all your panic attacks have. Thank you. Exactly. So here's what I wanted to do. Episode 66 for us was at the beginning of the year. It was the start of 2019. It's a really great episode. If you have not listened to it, it's called I'm Too Depressed to Make Goals (laughs) or How to Assess Where You Are and Dominate Where You're Going. And it's just a really, really great episode. I'm really proud of it. And in it, we cover this beautiful worksheet called the best year ever. And you can get this worksheet for free. And all you have to do is text message the number 31996 and send the word best year ever, all one word. 31996 best year ever. And that's going to help you like opt in to get that worksheet. I have the last page of that worksheet up on my mirror and I have been looking at it every day. And what the last sheet of that worksheet does is it helps me kind of have some power thoughts around my goals for the year. And I just thought it would be interesting to like check in. It's halfway through. And this idea of inspired action versus frantic, forced, coerced action has been 
my overarching goal of the year to be in the flow of life, to be inspired and to be taking action from there. And here's what I want to share with you. This has actually been an incredibly hard year for me. I thought that in 2018, all I needed to do after being hit by a car was then survive 2018. And that's kind of what I told myself. I kind of made it this like mantra, like I just have to get through this year. This year is going to be really hard, but you can do it. You can get through this year. And then 2019 rolled around and it has been... (laughs) It has definitely been harder in so many ways, and it's kind of shook me because why is it harder? But any of you who have been through trauma, I think, will be able to understand what I'm talking about where you give yourself almost this, almost this deadline and you think it's going to be okay after that deadline, and then you can almost get thrown in a tailspin because it gets worse uh, in, some, in some ways, and then you start putting this added pressure on yourself. This has kind of been one of my themes for this year is things have not worked out the way I thought they would. I've been telling people that um, who are close to me, and you guys, uh, I'm sharing this with you. I've never in my life felt so inspired and like I'm taking action from the right place. And then at the same time had things not turn out the way that I think they're going to, whether in my health or my business, mostly in my business is usually where my pain points lie, right? My goals, my personal goals, my purpose. And it has been this really weird year of learning to trust um, this inspiration, this flow versus then going into this frantic action because things aren't exactly the way I want them to be right now. And how I've kind of started slowly shifting my story is they're not working out how I thought they would right now. I can't see how it's coming together yet. And I'm not going to lie, there's been some down, down times. You can go back and listen to all the podcast episodes in 2019 and almost every podcast episode starts with, I'm coming off of a rough week. (laughs) So I thought it would be cool to go through kind of my goals that I had from that best year ever worksheet around my different thoughts and tell you what it has required of me to do this inspired action where I live in the flow regardless of if I feel like things are working out because it's very easy to take action in the flow when things are working out. Right, Eric? Yeah, totally. And then what happens is things don't seem to go how we think they should and then we start doubting our inspiration. Yeah. And why I've stayed so confident is I've really spent so much time in my life um, learning how to lean into my intuition, lean into inspiration, and look for confirmation that I am in the flow. And so that's also been cool to be like, wow, I really felt inspired to do this thing and it bombed by every respect. And yet I texted this friend and got a text back that literally said like, Allison, I think you're psychic. How did you know these were the exact you know words my heart needed right now? And focus on how to take that as confirmation of being in the flow rather than things being exactly how they want to to be. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think just knowing you, I think you've learned to give up on timelines. Yes. Like you, yeah. you like to set like, well, if I do this well, should, by this date, it should quote unquote work. And I think rather than saying give up on timelines is become more flexible Yeah, in my timelines. Because I really, really believe that timelines and time parameters are important in order to execute on projects. But holding results to certain timelines, I've had to become much more flexible. 
Yeah. On that. So here are some of my ways that I've been wanting to align and be in the flow. The end of the best year ever worksheet helps you get to this point. So if you're wondering how can I create these for myself, definitely get that worksheet. So the end of it is my awesome thoughts. And around my mental health, my thoughts have been feeling good is fun and accept the feelings. I feel like learning how to accept my negative feelings, which we did some awesome episodes on that in the last, you know, month or so, mm-hmm. has really also helped me learn to trust in the flow because negative feelings are going to be a part of that. Yeah, absolutely. So for my body, I've been focusing on fuel over food. I definitely have gotten into a place this year with food where I was using it for comfort and for numbing again, which I had gotten out of that habit. And then I got really discouraged because I felt like such a failure, but like then I was depressed and it's been a hard year. Yeah. And in the last couple of weeks, I feel like I've gotten back to focusing on food as fuel rather than food for numbing. Yes. But what I'm proud of myself for is throughout this time, I haven't gone back to really negative body shaming, hateful thoughts about myself. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's good. So I feel good that way. So my thoughts are my goals. Like these are the, the, these are my goals. Like these thoughts I'm being guided and directed and I am making a difference. What I pray for a lot is that I will be able to see what it is I'm doing because I can't see it so often. And what I mean is like, like I can't accept it almost. Yeah. Not like I need to walk around feeling like I'm changing the world and it has like. It's not that you need more immediate feedback. Yes. From others. I mean, we all like control. Yeah. And you would love to know the big picture of what like this step that I feel inspired to do. Yeah. Is like, where is it guiding me? I don't know where it's going. So it'd be nice to know where it's taking me. And so one thing I've had to focus on. Yes. Thank you. One thing I've had to focus focus on is trying to see it in different ways rather than in big numbers and big results or the different ways I like to see it. Uh And one thing that's just been interesting how I've done this is when people give me a compliment, I stop in my mind and I go like, open your heart, look this person in the eye Especially when I can tell somebody is giving me a really genuine compliment. So, like, this just happened a lot, like, at the workshop where people come up and they want to express to me, like, a genuine compliment of how the work, you know, we're doing is changing their life. It's really easy to not look at them and really accept it and hear it. Yeah. People come up and say this to you, Eric. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, I... Well, it's vulnerable to open up to give and receive compliments. It's very vulnerable to receive. And that's what I've been working on is that vulnerability of receiving. And then relationships have been a huge focus for me this year. I'm in tune with my family's needs. I love to learn from and listen to people. So this has been helping me with my inspired action versus frantic action. Where if I'm focusing on learning from people, I'm not focusing on trying to give everyone what they need. Or what you think they need. Or what I think they need. For my work, one thing that's really helping me is my thought of I'm exactly where I need to be and I can work hard with ease. So these are just some of my thoughts and I'm just I'm 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 just checking in with you guys because these are the things I'm working on for the year, but the year six full months left of 2019. And so I think now is a great time to check in if you did the best year ever worksheet, check in with what you wrote down, ask yourself how you're doing, not with shame, but with like am I becoming more of who I want to be? as the focus rather than am I doing more of what I want to do? 
as the focus. You'll notice none of those things were achievements or accomplishments. They're all focused on who do I want to be. And who I want to be is somebody who works with inspired action in the flow rather than this frantic, forceful, control-driven action. Some things that this has required of me that I would share as tips and I hope helpful items for you if you would like to have more inspired action in your life. And the first thing that it has required of me is slowing down. This is probably the hardest thing in the entire world for me personally to do is to slow down. And what I mean by slow down is literally slow everything down. I've gotten in the habit of doing everything really, really fast, like getting ready fast, eating breakfast fast, driving places fast. I've started adding 20 to 30 minutes to everything I do. So I don't know. What do you think about that, Eric? Well, I guess when you're doing things fast and you're trying to fill as much as possible in a day as you can, it's because you don't want to sit with your feelings or, mm. right? I mean, that's yeah. probably, you're just, you're just not, you'd rather numb with action, frantic action. Yeah. And so you realize to be more in touch with yourself and to like really live life that you need to live life. And it's, it's not filling your life with frantic action. And so you could have a beautiful day doing nothing and you can have a beautiful day being productive. You can have a beautiful day no matter what. And so you, I think I just have noticed that you are slowing down and just enjoying more. Thank you. And I love how you said that. It really comes from a place of wanting to fill stuff up for whatever maybe external needs we think we need to hit. But I also think it can come from this lack or scarcity mindset of I'm not enough. And in order to be enough or do enough or have enough, I have to constantly be moving. And I think both are true for me. Yeah. Both as numbing and for all of us. Yeah. Yeah. The second thing that this has required of me of trying to live with more inspired action is not letting results mean things. So here's what this means (laughs) is, is like I do something that I feel inspired to do. Maybe it's a post or a project or a product or taking dinner to someone or reaching out and saying a really heartfelt, vulnerable thing to someone. The result then would be whatever is given back to me. Or not given back to you. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Or not given back to me. And in the past, I let the result mean something about me and now when right and and about everything yes like, and about my oh, entire gi- life like well i'm giving up now like well I might as well nothing quit. means anything yeah and so <laughs> yes and so i'm trying to let results have a lot less importance in my life whereas the process and the follow-through like i felt inspired to do that and I followed through that's the result I'm focusing on rather than that person text messaged me back and told me I changed their life or the product killed it and here's the thing is like you're like well how am I supposed to run a business or how am I supposed to move forward in my life and and goals the funny thing is is it all still works out the funny thing is is When you really are moving from that place of connection to yourself and connection to those around you, it works out. It just works out maybe differently than you would thought. Like it works out monetarily. It works out physically. It works out relationally. It it just works out. It really does. And I just want to share that as my personal experience. That's all I can give you. Thank you. And (laughs) do you think it works out? Oh, I know it works out. Just, you know, give them two witnesses at least. In the mouth of two or three witnesses. Yeah, me and Eric. The third thing it has required of me is looking outside of my usual markers of success. 
So these are the three things I offer to you in order to work with more inspired action in the flow, connected action, action that I think is taking you to who you want to be rather than just where you want to go. And that idea of looking outside of my usual markers of success, uh, my usual markers of success have to do with my business growth, my body, my bank account, how much praise I'm getting. It's, it's such... I mean, it's just like Western culture. I know. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm not special, right? No, I know. It's just funny that that's, that's I mean, yeah. I, va- I mean, I value that stuff too. And so what are my new markers of success? How many meaningful connections I had throughout the day with my kids? One qualitative thing that I've been noticing for like my Instagram, rather than focusing on likes and comments and growth there, is the comment, you shared exactly what I needed today because I try to be very inspired with what I share there. And same with the podcast. Eric and I are really prayerful and intentional about what we share here. Trying to, you know, rather than just use all the numbers as markers of success, use that qualitative data of how did you know this is what I needed today. Mm-hmm. And looking for that and responding to it helps confirm to me, maybe this, you know, does, doesn't have the biggest numbers, but you were able to reach one person and never, ever, 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 ever um, undervalue being able to reach one person. Yeah. Jeesh, like all of you reach, every single one of you listening, and there's tens and tens of thousands of you listening, all of you reach Hundreds of people. A day. A day. Whether you're online or not. Just through your interactions. With your example and your community, with your family, like the spider web, the chain that spirals out is really mind-blowing. And we get so caught up in numbers and reach and impact and feeling important that way that it's so easy to undervalue one meaningful interaction. Yeah. I mean, you can, like, be happy with the numbers on your phone and then totally disregard the person standing in front of you at the cashier, you know? Yes. And, like, I'm just freaking grateful, man. I'm grateful things didn't turn out the way I wanted them to so I could learn how to do that one thing better. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Because to overlook the one. If you ever see me out and I'm not crying and I'm not wrangling kids and you feel silly to come up to me and thank me for the podcast or something, do not. Because I want you to know, like, do not, do not feel silly. Do not feel silly. Do not feel silly. No, leave me alone. No, 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 no. If I'm not crying, if I'm not actively having a conversation, like on the phone or with another person, people will come up and they'll feel like silly telling me that they liked the podcast. Yeah. I just want you to know, like, it is my goal to never undervalue that. So you saying it means a lot. Like, I'm I'm grateful for it. But at the same time, I value myself and what I do, and I freaking believe in its value. So, like, I just feel good all the way around. Right. Anyway, thank you for that. I'm going to repeat them one more time. How to take inspired action, more inspired action in your life. Well, the first thing to do is to text best year ever to 31996 and get that worksheet. Um, The second thing I have for you is my awesome on-demand group. Every month, we focus on who we want to be. Every month, there's a system, not just intention, but an actual system to create habits of focusing on who you want to be, 
taking inspired action. We have accountability groups. We have lives. There's audio trainings. There's new gratitude practices every month. I freaking love my awesome on-demand group. Aode! We love each other. So if this sounds important to you, hop in now. And then the three things that if you focus on, it's going to require of you that are going to help you slow down, don't let results mean things, and look outside your usual markers of success. Boom. Boom. That's it. That's all we have to talk about. Life's done. That's it. Uh, We love you guys. You're doing a really good job in life. I just want to say you're super, 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 super beautiful and valuable, and you make an impact. You make a difference. You matter. You listening to other people matters. You sharing your ideas matters. You just showing up for your family the way that you're showing up imperfectly is beautiful, and it really matters, and you're doing a really, really good job. Eric said that you guys loved our last episode. We've never seen so many written reviews about an episode this quickly. Episode 85, who's your cast of characters? So do you want to read one, Um, two? Yeah, we'll do one. Okay. There's so many good ones. This is from Lashanki. Great name, by the way. Great name. I have been in a strange career funk for almost a year. I can honestly say Allison's podcast is the access for all the things I am doing while I'm trying to transition over to a more meaningful and fulfilling career. Allison, if you read this, I want you to know for a long time I have tried to articulate what it is that you do for me. And after listening to the cast of characters episode, I know it is that you are my stage manager. <laughs> literally, I love that. literally when I am going about and moving through this evolution, I hear your voice. I hear you telling me to remove people from my cast. I hear you telling me to be realistic about time. I hear you telling me to go take a break. It is so incredible to me that this person I don't know who doesn't know me is able to make such an impact positively in the things I'm trying to do for myself. Thank you for what you are doing. Thank you for doing what you do and doing it with serious flair. I mean, I'm crying, obviously. Yeah, obviously. Lashanti? Yeah. No, no, Lashanki. Lashanki. It's a gr- L-A-S-H-O-N-K-Y. Lashanki, thank awesome. you so much for sharing that. That was absolutely beautiful. I'm honored to be your stage manager. I will wear the title with pride. I will not let you down. Sharing is caring. So we are going to send you a goodie pack from Party with Allison. So shoot us an email to awesomewithallison at theallisonshow.com. Yeah, that's it. I don't know. (laughs) I never know what I'm doing. But we will get you your stuff if you shoot us an email. I'm absolutely positive because other people are in charge of that. So it will get to you. Thank you for all of the reviews. Thank you so much for sharing the podcast on Instagram, texting it to friends, telling people about it, talking with people about it. This is another highest month, is it? Uh, Yeah, yeah, it's, it's trending to be the highest month ever. Trending to be the highest month ever. So we would love your help with that. We appreciate it. We love our awesome empire. And I want to remind you, you sexy creature, that only you can be you. And you are already as awesome as you need to be. What are you going to take us out on? Well, uh, New Shack, my band. Oh, yay. This is fun. This is new. I mean, we're coming out with a new album next month. but Sexy time. But I can release a song here. Oh, my gosh. (gasps) Treat for the people? The thing is, it's called Death Beat, but it's a really good So jam. you would say it's a beat that slays. It slays. Yeah, just see if you enjoy this. Okay. I, really, I really like it. Okay. Talk to the 
that you are. You don't. 